You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Monday, June 27. Women around the world are still reeling from the US Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a key court case that has given American women a constitutional right to abortion since 1973. A number of states have already outlawed abortions for any reason, even in the case of incest or rape. But women working for major companies have been told that their employers will stand by them by promising to cover the travel expenses of female staff who wish to have a termination. Disney, JP Morgan and Facebook owner Meta have already announced such policies, with other large corporations like Amazon expected to quickly follow suit. Disney was one of the first to make the announcement, telling employees it remains committed to giving them comprehensive access to affordable health care, including family planning and reproductive care no matter where they live. Around 80,000 Disney employees are based at its major resort in the state of Florida, where the governor has already signed into law a ban on abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, which comes into force next month. As many as 26 out of 50 states are expected to criminalise abortion in the coming days, weeks and months. Environment Minister Tanya Plibersek has addressed delegates at the UN Ocean Conference in Portugal, where she announced the federal government will fund five new blue carbon projects in a bid to tackle climate change. Ms Plibersek says these projects will restore mangroves, salt marshes and seagrasses across our coasts around our nation, which are highly effective at absorbing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. She's also promised ongoing help and support for blue carbon projects in the Pacific. It comes as a new report has found that Australia's emissions increased by 0.8% in 2021, which has been partly attributed to the transport sector rebounding from COVID-19 restrictions and agriculture recovering from drought. Millions of people across New South Wales have been impacted by day one of what is expected to be four days of industrial action across the state. Train drivers, nurses, midwives and teachers are striking as they continue to call for better pay, conditions and staffing levels. The Rail, Tram and Bus Union has ordered members to implement a go-slow from Tuesday, limiting drivers to 60 kilometres an hour. The action will escalate until Friday when drivers will refuse to drive foreign-built trains amid safety concerns over a new fleet of Korean-built trains which the unions say are unsafe. 
Public and Catholic school teachers across the state will be striking for 24 hours on Thursday, while nurses and midwives are planning to stop work on Tuesday to demand better staff to patient ratios. An Australian Muslim advocacy group is pursuing Twitter for religious vilification in Queensland, alleging that the social media company is liable for the spread of disinformation. It comes after a court ordered tech giant Google to pay former New South Wales Deputy Premier John Barilaro $700,000 over a series of racist and abusive videos published on YouTube. The Australian Muslim Advocacy Network lodged the complaint against Twitter's global and Australian companies at the Queensland Human Rights Commission under the state's Discrimination Act. It highlights nearly 420 examples of hate artefacts, including 29 tweets it says incite hatred. They include recent tweets attacking newly elected Senator Fatima Payman in Western Australia, who is the first hijab-wearing elected representative in the federal parliament. Prince Charles has been quizzed over allegations that he accepted a suitcase full of cash containing more than $1.5 million from a Qatari sheikh. British newspaper The Sunday Times published an article claiming the future King of England received three payments contained in a suitcase and shopping bags from upmarket department store Fortnum & Mason. The exchanges between His Royal Highness and former Qatari Prime Minister Sheikh Hamad bin Jassim allegedly took place during a series of meetings between 2011 and 2015. Clarence House, the official residence of the Prince of Wales, says the money was charitable donations made by the Sheikh and was immediately handed over to one of the Prince's charities and that all correct processes were followed. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from The Quickie, check out today's deep dive on whether proposed changes to stamp duty in New South Wales really will help first home buyers or if more needs to be done across Australia to make houses cheaper.